Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. This morning, I'm going to focus on call narratives. That is, the, the call narratives as given in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. So specifically this morning, I'm going to be dealing with the call narrative of Abram. And the call, made, uh, the call narrative of of Abram actually begins not in Genesis 12, but in Genesis chapter 11. Uh, so we're going to begin in Genesis chapter 11 at verse 31, which reads, Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his wife and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldees, to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Verse 32. Terah lived 205 years, and he died in Haran. Now, obviously, in in chapter 11, verse 31, we read that Terah uh, was the father of Abram. And so he sets out uh, to go to Canaan, but interestingly enough, uh, God did not call him. God called his son Abram. And so notice that they settle in Haran, and there they remained. So the name Haran uh, uh, capital H-A-R-A-N. Haran means delay. Delay. D-E-L-A-Y. And so Abram would remain there until the death of his father, Terah. And then in chapter 12, verse 1, we read that after the death of Terah, the Lord said to Abram, Leave your country, your people, and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. So the call of of Abram is specific. It is decisive. And so we have uh, this very powerful understanding of a call narrative, and specifically the call narrative of, of Abram. So number one, divine revelation is situation-specific. God did not call Terah. Uh, God called Abram. And so now if you notice, 
something about uh, the heart of Abram, uh, you're going to notice something very powerful about the, the heart of Abram. Two, uh, divine revelation is decisive. God, God's plan uh, will be executed through an individual who, who believes him, who accepts his will. God's, uh, God's work will be done through the heart of one who allows his will to be shaped by the word of God. Three, divine revelation is given in stages. And notice uh, what God says to him in, in verse 1 of chapter 12. I go to the land, I will show you. Verse 2. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. Verse 3, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And uh, this has been fulfilled through the coming of Yeshua HaMashiach, that is Jesus the Messiah. And indeed, all the nations of the earth have been blessed through the salvation uh, that one may have through believing into the person of Jesus Christ. So, verse 4, So Abram left as the Lord had told him, now, this is very interesting. So notice the, the dynamic that we have going on in verse 4. So Abram left as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he uh, set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out from uh, for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. And so we have uh, Abram obeying the voice of God. We have Abram doing the will of God from the heart. And because Abram followed the heart of God, God blessed him. And so later on, uh, we will see because of his obedience, Abram will receive a new name. Uh, a new name is also a part of the of, of, of some of the call narratives. And so it is very important to understand that aspect too. So Abram will become Abraham. And also because of his faith, he will be called, uh, he will be named the friend of God, the friend of God, a very rare designation um, in the scriptures. So we read that he arrived there. Now, when we turn to the New Testament and we read the book of Hebrews, we have something also that is very important in Hebrews chapter 11, beginning at verse 8. We read, quote, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go 
out into a place which he should, after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whether he went. And so notice what the writer points out, obedience, obedience. The theme to the book of Deuteronomy is love and obedience, love and obedience. We are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, strength. We are to love God. Abraham loved God. Therefore, he obeyed God. This is a truth that we cannot overlook. Love in Scripture means obedience for the believing one. So he obeyed. And he went out. Now, notice the rest of the verse. And he went out, not knowing whether he went. Remember, divine revelation is given in stages. We are to walk by faith and not by sight. Abraham did not live his life through empty, limited empiricism. That is what he could see with his senses. God called Abraham to live a different life, a life of listening to God and doing what God, not what God, what God asked, not what God suggested he should do, but what God told him to do. So Abram, at this stage, his name is Abram, obeyed. And so this is very important for us as believing ones to hear. God blesses obedience to his will. God will always bless those who are obedient to his will. Now, in the book of Jonah... We read about a prophet, and there is a call narrative in the book of Jonah. Jonah was called of a God to go and speak his word, and we read that no, uh, that this prophet, Jonah, reared up. That is, uh, the, the word pictures that of a horse that has reared up its front legs and uh and snorting into the air. And so it is a picture of radical disobedience. Uh, Jonah did not want to accept his call narrative to go and preach grace to the enemy of his people. And so Jonah placed his will and his understanding above the will of God. And the consequences were dire for him. On the other hand, on the other extreme, we have Abraham who obeyed God. And we read, and it was counted to him, or Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. So, Abraham 
Amon, A-M-A-N, Abraham, Amon, God. That word Amon is originally meant a tent stake that is driven into the ground for stability. Abram found his stability not in his ego. He found his stability not in empiricism. Abraham found his stability in God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. And so this is a very, very powerful uh, picture of what faith in God can do. Uh, Verse 9 of Hebrews 11, by faith, that is, uh, by faith he, that is Abram, sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles or tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So we're going to see God do wonderful Is uh, wonderful actions through this family who learned to obey him, this family who listened to him, this family who knew that if they believed God and followed the will and word of God, they would be wonderfully blessed. Now notice, obedience. Notice, listening to God, accepting what God has to say. Believing God, not relying on external empirical signposts, but accepting God at his word and believing that God would do what he said he would do. So this is the faith legacy of Abram who became Abraham because eventually God gave him a new name. It is wonderful indeed to follow God, and so, beloved, this morning, believe God, count on his word, have faith in God, and God will bless your faithfulness. Good morning. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich. Have a wonderful day.